Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99 at participating U.S. restaurants. Price may vary. If you don't know SiriusXM, then listen up. Commercial-free music plus sports, comedy, talk, and news. They have it all. And right now, you can get your first three months of SiriusXM outside the car for just $1. Go to SiriusXM.com busted to see offer details and to subscribe. Offer available to new SiriusXM streaming subscribers. SiriusXM, no car required. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, WWE Hall of Famer, the greatest tag team wrestler of all time, Bully Ray and I talk all about the dark day yesterday with the WWE. So many people, so many wrestlers losing their work. We get into everything, you know, how it looks right now, how the contracts look, what the future could be for this town. We get into everything very, very detailed. We get the business side from Bully Ray. We also talk to Tommy Dreamer as well. You know, we talk about kind of the human element of everything that took place yesterday and of somebody that was truly affected by everything that took place is Hurricane Shane Helms, producer for the WWE. We talked to him, his thoughts on what happened and how it, it affected him and what he's going to be doing moving forward. All that right now on the Busted Open podcast. Have really appreciated Tommy Dreamer, uh, you know, calling in, being a part of our early mer- early morning tapings, and we bring in the innovator of violence, the landlord of the House of Hardcore, right now, Tommy Dreamer. Tommy, how are you this morning? Uh, I'm doing all right. Um, yesterday was a very very rough day. Um, I want to say that April fifteenth, two thousand twenty, will go down in uh, professional wrestling infamy, and it's a this is something that, uh, man, got me down because, one, I hate how my brain thinks and I wish I could turn it off, but I kind of knew it was coming. I did not, well, I knew it was coming, not kind of knew, and didn't think to the degree, but, you know, we we both have a lot of friends that work in WWE. The list that of wrestlers that were let go was one thing, but there's a lot of great people behind the scenes that help produce or help, uh, when I say produce, help put the television shows or help the system run of WWE. I know almost whole departments that got wiped out. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of people that are, you know, feeling like crap today. But uh, the ramifications of this um, are going to be felt forever because... It was WWE kind of put themselves in the situation where a lot of the talents were really just given new contracts or paid more money or given raises so they don't leave or go to AEW. And basically, we're getting paid to sit home. Uh, some pet talents are getting paid, you know, and, and working in the sense of, you know, like a Gallows and Anderson, which to me was 
the biggest shocker because of how much they do work uh, on television. But um, they were paid a lot of money because their contracts are up. But you have to understand the climate where there's no money coming in minus, uh, you know, their television deals. You think of the financial hit it took with no WrestleMania. You think of the XFL and you think of that $18 million that was paid out. So they took a lot of hits and how are they going to try to recoup it? It's business. And Bully always says it's the wrestling business and it's the hardest part of this business. You saw the reactions of the men and women because we all are human and losing your job, your dream job. Don't know if you're ever going to get it back. But the market, is, like you were just discussing, it's a different market right now. And it's also, to me, I wanted to say, I don't, it, I don't want to get into it, what, how I kind of look at the future. But when I say it's the end of, of an, an amazing boom in professional wrestling for the talent, even though they do have options, but those options, we don't know when those options are going to happen. But now there's so many, the wrestler can't get a higher pay because of all the people that are floating out there. And it's, if you're an owner, once everything gets to normal, it's going to be a buyer's market on talent, but there's no way there that talent are going to see the money that uh, was being thrown around for probably for a long, long time. And that's what I hate the most about it. And I don't want to get into politics, but the business needs to change and needs to change for the better. And wrestlers need to realize that, but it can happen with the current political climate. And that's a very, very heavy statement. Well, I mean, the one thing that, you know, we get into here and, you know, I, when, when you see something like what happened yesterday, you kind of look at it in your, in your own world. You know, I look at it like being an employee of Sirius XM and how would it affect me? And it's so funny that you, not funny, obviously it's just, it's heartbreaking what happened yesterday. But when the show was over, I, I, I love going on uh, YouTube as immediately when this show is over and I, I, you and I kind of fall into that rabbit hole. And the one thing that popped up was an interview that I saw with Jesse, the body Ventura. And Jesse DeBody Ventura is somebody that has been screaming from the rooftops, even when he was a governor of Minnesota, even to today, is about pro wrestlers and, you know, being a part of a union, a union for the workers. Because you hear something like this, like, I was just having a conversation with Gabby, our producer, like, God forbid, if something happened to me or something happened to her, we have a bit of protection that we could fall back on. It seems like when you're a pro wrestler, specifically right now with what happened with the WWE, like how different this would be if there was a union backing them up. Yeah, I, I agree. It can't happen. And I understand the discussion, but it, it could not happen. It should happen, but it cannot. Uh, and it could not, it didn't happen before because of, you know, historically we've all heard it. Hulk Hogan went and talked to Vince and that's kind of squashed it. And, you know, you think about 
hell, I could look at myself, you know, I'm a wrestler uh, approaching 50 and it would have been nice to have a pension. It would have been nice to have a lot of, uh, a lot of those things that, you know, football players have, baseball players have, hockey players have, and you could go into different meetings. Um, but like I said, in the current political landscape, and I'm talking the U.S. government, it could not happen. I always think it will happen in my lifetime. It won't happen for me, but it'll happen for other people. But it's it's a conversation that, yeah, you can put it out there, but it's not going to have any relevancy for now or got to determine who, whenever we have new elections. And that's not, I'm not a political person. It's just, you can't fight city hall on this. So it's just, there's, there's so many layers that would go into it. It wouldn't happen. So for me, it was just, uh, I want to say it was a big eye opener. And just because, you know, we always talk about, you look at Matt Hardy, Matt Hardy, when he left, he left at the right time in the sense of his contracts up, where can he go to make uh, a better living? And I know Impact wanted him. He chose to go to AEW where the market wasn't, you know, flooded with so many talents. I mean, you think about, uh, everyone talks about, oh, the revival. Oh, well, the Bullet Club. Okay, all those guys, if they went to AEW, now back. Why does Tony Khan need to purchase anybody's contracts or pick anybody up? Why does Impact need to go do anything like that? Or if they do, it's at a severely lower rate, which which sucks. But I get it. And and people, I need to put this out there. You can't you cannot blame the WWE. And this is going to happen in a lot of major sports teams. I was thinking about you know there, there's I see a lot of scuttlebutt. Uh, about the Los Angeles Dodgers who have this high, high payroll and they made a trade for the, you know, one of the best players in baseball, Mookie Betts, they're paying him. They're paying all their players and not bringing in any money. Same with uh, basketball teams or hockey teams where their seasons are now canceled. How, you know, how is this going to be recouped financially? It's not, but you still got to pay out these contracts. I feel there's going to be major, you know, we saw the loss of the XFL. I feel there's going to be major like sports teams that are either going to have to file for bankruptcy, start getting rid of talent, and or um, just folding up. Think of a small market team, or you know, you think of the Yankees. They pay, they just Garrett Cole. They paid this one guy the most amount of money. It's two hundred and fifty million dollars. You can't feel. Uh, you can feel bad, but just think. If the Yankee, if the New York Yankees go out of business and go go away, think of the ramifications that's going to happen. The same with the WWE, and this isn't a Vince McMahon being a tyrant. This isn't Vince McMahon being the bad guy. This is Vince McMahon being a businessman. And if it was your business, you'd have to do the same. And these are hard, hard choices. And but you're going to say, let's. Uh, I'm only using them as an example. Gallows and Anderson, a phenomenal tag team. They're making X amount of money. And how am I going to recoup that money financially to get it back? There's no live events. There's no, there's no money coming in. So how can they re-earn back the money? I just paid the, decided to pay them and you can't. And not that it's fair, but there's been a, the WWE put it up by hiring a boatload of people 
just to keep them away from AEW or the indies or impact wrestling or doing other things. And there, I mean, you look at that roster that of all those names, that's not like a roster. That's, that's an entire company that you can have and run successfully with all those names. Really is. Yeah, it's 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 a laundry list, and and the one thing too, like when you talk about the WWE and with the wrestlers and their and employees behind the scenes, because we're going to talk to Shane Helms in about thirty minutes, who was a producer for the WWE. A lot of those behind the scenes people who were you know full time employees were furloughed. Like hopefully in a couple of months when things start to get back a little bit on track they may be welcome back in and get their jobs back, but it's different for the pro wrestler. Like it's, it's different. Cause this is where, and, and I know this is something that we're going to talk about with bully. Cause he tweeted about it yesterday about those, those guaranteed contracts. This is where, you know, the, the wording of a contract is so important and with the wrestlers and then with somebody who's works in PR or who's a producer or, or a road crew personnel, it's so different. The worlds are so, so different when you look at that world of the WWE right now. And a lot of people were basically asking, or I saw it on social media, what's the difference between furloughed and being released? Furlough means you're going to be able to receive your benefits. You're not going to be, be receiving your pay. And we hope to bring you back a lot of talent and not talent. This is all for employees. That is not any person on that list. And I think there's this big misconception about all agents are employees because they're not. I don't know Hurricane Helms is deal. I'm sure he would, if he wants, he could say it, but a lot of talent, uh, all those, the wrestlers, they're not furloughed. They're released. Maybe they'll be brought back. Um, down the road, it will probably be for a reduced rate, which is why I say it sucks and it's an infamous day. But for the nine producers that were let go, I don't know how many of them are employees because that that's some misconception. Not all, not all agents are employees. So, well, yeah, it's a real crappy day, and uh, you know we we have other thing we had other things to talk about too with the whole Jimmy Snooker thing, which we're going to get into. And uh, I reached out to a lot of because I have a tie with pretty much every single person on that list. I also wanted to get out there because I know I got to cut myself short here. Um, there was there was a very what you said the wrestling community garnered around people. Uh, there was a little bit of uh, some negative and I want to just explain one thing that involves myself uh, in the sense of, you know, Zach Ryder and Kurt Hawkins, they have a podcast and I jokingly made fun of Zach Ryder, which I always do. It's called shooting on the, the hip or shooting on the square about when he just recently spent like $40,000 on action figures and how much money he put out there for a rhythm and blues, Greg, the hammer Valentine, uh, action figure, which was like $14,500, which he was outbid. And, uh, people are bringing this, what I said up and they're saying things like, Oh, you look like a real dick. What you said that blah, blah, blah. Well, number one, I hired Zach and Kurt into WWE. I feel he'll definitely land on his feet because what he did for his own brand and he brought social media to professional wrestling. But I was also, I'm kind of playing 
with uh, Zach and coming up, which will be released tomorrow, they asked me to cut a promo for them on their podcast, healing Zach for what an idiot he is for purchasing that stuff. And I talk about when he is fired from WWE, he's going to regret that. So I was asked to do this and I did it. And I know people are going to jump all over it on social media, but just like I was asked to heal on Luchasaurus on being the elite, um, I was playing a role and that went into what we were discussing with Ronda Rousey. So uh, that's not my personal character, which I'm sure will be attacked, but I will, I'm putting it out there already and I welcome any personal attack to uh, discuss it like a man, but there's not a lot of people out there that want to know the true stories that go on. So just letting that go out there because that'll be tomorrow's story. Okay. And you know what? There's a lot of people, if ever, Tommy, where our community has to stick together and be more understanding. It's now. You know, it's 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 right now. It, I mean, please. And all you have to do is watch that video, like I said, of Drake Maverick and what he had to say yesterday after he had heard the news. And it's heartbreaking. But, you know, we we again, we're, we're fighters and we're going to have to get past this. And Tommy, I know there's a lot of questions and I'm sure uh, the next time you have we, we have you on, there'll be some answers to the questions we had today. But there'll be more questions that will be raised over the next 24 hours. And uh, I'll talk to you tomorrow, buddy. Thank you, Tommy. Yeah. And like a man, Drake Maverick is going to perform in the classic. And like a professional, Drake Maverick's going to go out there and do his job. And all those people on that show. I mean, on that list, I guarantee you will be okay. And yesterday was a crappy day, but today's a better day. I'll talk to you later, bud. This is Luke Thomas from SiriusXM Fight Nation. Combat sports and the entire sporting landscape have been impacted as we all face a time of uncertainty in the world. We have concerns about our family, friends, and neighbors and have taken time out to focus on the important things in our lives and be safe. One thing that we can be sure of is that we'll push through this difficult time together. Whatever happens in the world of combat sports and beyond, we'll be here for you on SiriusXM Fight Nation. In the meantime, you can join us for live sports talk on Mad Dog Sports Radio Channel 82 and SiriusXM NFL Radio Channel 88. WWE Hall of Famer, the greatest tag team wrestler of all time, Bully Ray. And Bully, obviously a tough day. Started the show about just what's going on in our community, in the world of pro wrestling. Great stuff from Tommy Dreamer as well. One thing Tommy Dreamer brought up, Bully, is that the great perspective you bring when it comes to the business side of pro wrestling. And I want to, I kind of want to read a tweet that you put out yesterday when everything was going on. And this is what you said in your tweet. Days like today are why the downside guarantee is so important. To the boys, I salute you. You will all get through this. So, Bully, let me ask you, with everything that took place yesterday and a lot of people losing their jobs, a lot of the wrestlers being let go, what do you mean by the downside and that guarantee of contracts? The downside guarantee is the only real protection a wrestler has against an act of God situation like this uh, that happens. Nobody could ever foresee something like this coming, obviously, with the coronavirus happening in the world and how it's affecting businesses. But you never know when something is going to go wrong in the the wrestling business. And I speak about the downside guarantee because it's a situation that I went through myself and I understand. When you... uh, uh, 
professional wrestling sports entertainment contract is not very is not worded very favorably for wrestlers. Whether that's the WWE, whether that's uh, Impact, uh, AEW, I actually don't know what an AEW contract reads, so I really can't speak to that. But mostly every other contract that's out there, I understand. Um, the only protection you have in that contract is that downside guarantee. And that is the guaranteed amount of money you will make with a company for that year. Now, the wording around the downside guarantee actually trumps the number of the downside guarantee because in every contract, there's a clause that says at any given moment, at any time, for whatever reason we want, we can get rid of you. Now, that language trumps the guarantee, right? So it's, it's very, very difficult to have job stability. When things are good, you'll have your stability. But when things are bad, like they happened you know, yesterday, they will cut and run quick. It's the nature of the beast. So when I say the downside is so important, it's because you need to make the most amount of guaranteed money so you can pile that money up in the bank. God forbid a situation like this were to happen. It's all you can do. I, I compare it to a squirrel hoarding nuts. That, that's what it really is. You have to hoard your money. Make as much as you possibly can because you never know in the wrestling business. That's why I always compare it to the pencil. One side of the pencil will make you a millionaire. The other side of the pencil could put you on food stamps. On any given moment, on any given day, it can all come to an end. And yesterday, for a lot of talent, their WWE run came to an end. So... If you had a great downside guarantee and you were able to squirrel that money away, you're in good shape right now because, yeah, you got let go, but you got that money put away. And now that money put away will get you through the tough times. That's where that downside becomes so so important and wrestlers should have never settled for less and hopefully in the future should never settle for less it's a, it's it's interesting conversation because when i think of a contract when i hear the word contract i'm thinking all right say like a no way jose let's just and i don't know any particular numbers but let's just say he signed a contract for 3 years making $250,000 a year so probably to the layman, people say, all right, he's got a guaranteed contract for three years making that kind of money. But that's not true because probably the wording in that contract is, you know, they can terminate him at any time. So the only thing that's really guaranteed is the money you're making at that point. But it sounds like from what you're saying, at any point that could be terminated. And it's just like being let go from any type of company. That's where it ends. And then now hopefully you're able to save enough money during that time that you could live on until the next contract comes your way. That's exactly what it is. And <clears throat> me and you spoke on the phone yesterday, and there was something that I wanted to do today that I totally freaking forgot. Now I'm pissed off at myself. I was going to read to you the clause in my actual contract uh, from one of the wrestling companies that I work for, because the clause is basically the same, so our listeners can understand. But I'm paraphrasing. It, 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 re it says, at any given moment, any given time, for whatever reason we want, we can terminate this contract. 
Now, it's up to you beforehand if you want to negotiate that clause or anything else in the contract. Everything is negotiable. But what happens with wrestlers is too often they get the contract, they look at the number, they close the contract, they sign the contract, and then it's all over. And they don't realize that all the words around the number are what really means something. It's called the four corners of the contract. The wording that's on the contract means everything. So hopefully certain wrestlers insulated themselves for a moment like this and you all you see too many guys and gals especially old school wrestlers only thought about the here and now they never thought about tomorrow hopefully as the time went on guys were able to veterans were able to help educate the younger guys and tell them when you get that contract learn how to read your own deal Learn how to negotiate your own deal. No, negotiate a large downside. And then when you get paid, make sure you pay your taxes. Because they're not taking taxes out for you. Make sure you pay your taxes. And whatever you have left over at the end of the year, whatever lump sum of money that is, take half of it and put it away in the bank. The other half, go enjoy your life because Lord knows you've busted your ass for it. That's how you insulate yourself against times like these. Now, listen, you, you brought up somebody like No Way Jose. I don't know if he's making a monster downside. I would assume no. All right. And maybe he can, maybe in the, in the situation that I just laid out, he can't put a lot of money away for a rainy day. But that's when you have to live. You, that's when you can't live above your means in the wrestling business. You have to live comparably because you never know when it's going to end. And it, it can all come to an end tomorrow for no reason. I always use the example of Vince McMahon just rolling out of bed and being in a bad mood. Damn it. Those Dudleys suck. Fire them. That's it. Done. I went through this whole downside negotiation myself with Johnny Ace. Johnny Ace, when he took over talent relations from JR, tried to get me and Devon to sign for a lower downside. <clears throat> because if you remember, in that 2005 time, 2006, business was downswing a little bit, Dave. Remember that? Yep, I do. So what were they trying to do? They were trying to lower their bottom line and got, get guys to take lower downsides. And me and Devon are like, wait a minute. We've been warriors for you for six years. We've never been off TV. We've never missed a shot. You know, like, we've done everything you've asked of us. If anything, we should be bumped up on our downside. We should have a little bit more uh, level of comfort, you know, comfort. And they were trying to knock us down. And I told him, I said, this is the only protection a wrestler has. His argument was, why are you so worried about the downside? You've always crushed your downside, meaning I've made five times more than my downside guarantee. Why don't you think it's going to happen now? It's not, it's not about whether I think it's going to happen. It's about the what if something bad goes wrong. And something bad went wrong yesterday. I'm not blaming anybody. Too many people on social media are just destroying Vince in the WWE. I'm not going to defend them, but I'm going to try to help you guys understand why yesterday happened. 
IndyCar fans, this is Brick by Brick with AJ Allmendinger and Jack Aroot. We can maybe provide you with a little distraction. I'm just missing racing. The season will start and they'll have to be ready right when it starts. And I think we're really going to see the drivers that are physically and mentally most strong through this time are going to come out firing. If it's a shorter schedule, the start of this season is going to be even more critical than usual. New episodes air Wednesdays at 6 Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and anytime on demand with the SiriusXM app. There's a lot going on here. There's a lot of moving pieces, Bully, when you look at the situation that took place. Because obviously the names that are going to grab your attention are the wrestlers. But yet there are people like producers and agents and road crew. And then there are people that were out and out let go yesterday. And then there's people that were furloughed. And I'm sure at some point when things get a little bit clearer, we'll be, being, we'll be brought back into the fold uh, where – Shane Helms is, I, I really don't know. We can talk to him about that. But that's obviously a name, too. And some of those names really shocked and surprised you. You know, you know, Gallows and Anderson are names that surprised me as well because they were just a part of WrestleMania in the main event in night number one. But as mentioned, you know, former WWE superstar producer, the one and only Hurricane, Shane Helms joins us. Shane, how are you this morning? Sorry about everything that took place yesterday. Hey, I appreciate it, man. It wasn't completely unexpected. You know, we're living in some crazy times, so but uh, I, I I appreciate you guys. And we appreciate you. And you said totally, you know, kind of expected. In the world we're living in right now, I think everyone is being affected. And and I'm sure as big of a company that the WWE is, I, I think we all found out yesterday they're not immune with everything that's going on in our world right now. No, nobody is. You know, it's a, it's a very crazy time, the craziest time of, of my lifetime. So um, I think a lot of people will agree with that. So there's a lot of uncertainty going on right now. And um, like you said, no, WWE is not immune to it. I don't think no form of entertainment is immune to it. You know, entertainment generally a ticket, you know, ticket buying industry. If nobody's buying tickets, you're going to be affected. Shane, if we if we take the personal out of this for a second and we just look at this from the business point of view, and obviously you've been around for over 20 years and you understand how the business runs, do you understand why the WWE did what they did yesterday? Do you agree or do you think they should have went about it a different way? Oh, I, I completely understand. I mean, like I just said, no, there's nobody's buying tickets, no live events. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I understand definitely cutting costs. We have to, as people, prepare for life after we get over this. You know, I mean, I think, you know, preparing for stuff like this is one thing, but you also have to prepare for life after this. You know, and, I mean, I was basically being paid to sit at home and do little to nothing. That can only last for so long. So I completely understand what happened. I mean... Do I wish it was different? Of course, because I mean it affects yeah. me, and I really did. I really love. I really love that job, you know. So, uh, yeah, I wish things could have been a little different. Uh, everybody does, but um, you know that's a huge corporation. You know, WWE is a huge global corporation, and there's more cogs and wheels in that machine than people realize. And you know, just like I said, I mean, I was sitting at home. I mean, I, I would review scripts give feedback but 
other than that, there wasn't really a lot that I was able to do. You know, I think, you know, most of the producers that they kept were the Florida-based producers, the ones that live there and don't have to travel. You know, there's, you know, other factors that went into it. So, yeah, I mean, to answer your question, yeah, I, I do understand so you being one of the boys and former talent and as a guy who could still, you know, get in there at any given day and do what he needed to do, was there any talent that was released yesterday that shocked you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Gallows and Anderson was a shock. You know, uh, I think Rusev was a shock. Um, Zack Ryder, I still see a lot of, you know, I still see money in Zack Ryder. So, uh, yeah, there was definitely a, a few of them that was a surprise. Uh, Mike Kyoto was a surprise. Um, you know, he had a 30-year run there, I believe, something like that. Uh, from a producer standpoint, Fit Finley um, and Billy Kidman. Billy Kidman was the guy who timed the show, and his job was one of the most difficult jobs that anybody had there. Uh, so, Shane, remember, Shane I, hold I on one second. Briscoe Shane, one second. I want you to kind of tell our listeners about Billy Kidman and that job, because I don't think a lot of people understand, you know, what it takes to time out the shows and run the gorilla position. So tell us why Billy Kidman is a shock to you and and what his job entails. Uh, So we got a guy that times the show now, basically, you know, uh, segments are given a certain amount of time. So segment one you know, is going to open the show. It's going to have a certain amount of time. you got a crossover segment, which is going to happen at the end of the uh, first hour going to the second hour. Um, and so anyway, you know, say, say you and I have a match, me against Bubba Ray. It's going to be segment four and five. You know, maybe segment, segment four is going to be five minutes and segment five is going to be seven minutes. And that's what we know we're going to have to do. All right, Billy Kidman is one of the ones that kind of helps us find those minutes along with creative. Uh, he has to factor in commercial breaks. But then what happens is sometimes segment one goes long. You know, we had that recently. Uh, it was one of, I believe it was the Brandy Orton and Edge segment uh, when Edge first came back, went super heavy. Really good. So if you go heavy, as long as it's good, nobody really goes crazy. But now what would Billy Kidman would have to do is he would have to make up that time elsewhere. And uh, another segment that went heavy recently, I can't remember what, remember what it was, but it went eight minutes heavy. And so now he's got to find time to make up for that eight minutes throughout the show. So he's constantly sitting there calculating, you know, what he can do. All right, this, this match in say 12 might have seven minutes, but now it's going to have six because we got to make up some time. Stuff like that. He's constantly over there figuring it out. And it's, it's a pressure cooker. And and Billy was fantastic at it. I, Briscoe did it for years, Jerry Briscoe. And now um, the guy that came in was training, Jason Ayers, he's really good at it too. But, you know, it's a, but that, like I said, that's the most, one of the most difficult jobs there. And so I was super surprised that that kid was on the list. So, like, as you're saying, everything's being affected in the world of the WWE, even to the point where the person who times out the segments, which sounds like, for me, almost like an impossible job. I mean, now that's going to be completely different when we see SmackDown on Friday. And 
you know, and Shane, like when you look at your personal position there and, you know, is the door open for you to come back? You know, is there maybe like a timeline where, hey, if things start to get back on track in, in, in two months, in three months, that you're, you're back into the fold doing your job again? I, I believe there is. And they, they told me that there was. So, um, you know, we'll just have to see, you know, <laughs> until it actually happens. Um, my, that's my hope. And, you know, I've, I did some good things with him when I was there. So, uh, the whole winner take all at WrestleMania, uh, when the women uh, main evented, that was my idea. Wow. You know, so, I mean, I had some good stuff that, that I was doing there and, um, but we'll see, you know, I, I personally am very concerned that this whole thing lasts a lot longer than, than, uh, what we're being led to believe as far as the whole uh, ticket paying audience being allowed back in building and stuff like that. Well, I think there's, you know, and, and a, probably a big reason why we got what we had la- yesterday is that there are a lot of questions. There is no timeline. There is no uh, miraculous date that's going to be where everything goes back to normal. And, and Shane, I think you said it best is that this is going to be a new world on the other side of this. You know, there's going to be a lot of changes. We're, we're preparing on the fly because nobody expected this to happen, but we're going to have to be prepared for what this world is going to be like when this whole thing is over yeah you know um it's going to be different you know i mean it's one of those things that I, I think most people are taking well not most people i think a lot of people uh dependent on their personal situation is day to day for you know some people it's week to week and some people it might be month to month if they're lucky but um it's a very unique situation a lot of jobs are affected historic unemployment numbers you know so um just because the economy opens up, let's say it opens up on July 1st, that doesn't mean July 2nd, everything is hokey-dory. It's going to take a while. A lot of businesses, you know, completely went out of business. You know, that doesn't just open up in one day because the governor of your state says, okay, it's okay to go out of here. It's not going to happen. It's going to take time to rebuild. And it's going to be different. I do have hopes. I'm an optimistic person that we can get back similar to where we were, you know, um, and I think that should be everybody's hope, but it's going to take time. Uh, Shane, you're very active on social media. And for those people who want to know his Twitter, it's Shane Helms, calm hurricane Helms. Um, a lot, a lot of people yesterday. I mean, thousands of people taking to their social media, expressing their, for lack of a better word, disgust with the WWE and Vince McMahon. Do you understand where these fans are coming from? And if you could talk to all of these fans, what would you say to them about their unhappiness with the WWE right now? Yeah, yeah, I understand what they're happy. Wrestling fans are as passionate as any fan base that there is. Uh, I mean, I'm... I'm a fan of I'm a fan of the different genres and different mediums of entertainment out there. Wrestling fans will let you know if they like or do not like something, especially on uh, the Twitter box, as uh, Bubba Ray likes to call it. Um, you know, so yeah, I understand where they're coming from, and um, and Vince is the uh, the easy guy to go at. But I mean, like he runs a huge corporation, and 
I would not want to be in his shoes. There isn't a day in my life where I would want the responsibilities of what Vince has to deal with. You know, uh, leadership has a price, and winning has a price, uh, to quote Michael Jordan. You know, um, you have to answer to, especially in a publicly traded company, you got to answer to shareholders and all this type of thing. Every decision he makes, he makes has a million-dollar price tag on it, everything. I mean, can you even imagine having to deal with that on a constantly daily basis that every decision you make is going to affect people's lives and have, like I said, a million dollars behind it. So um, it's very difficult. So I understand people going after him. You know, he's the easy, he's the biggest name. So why wouldn't they? But at the same time, I just hope that uh, fans understand that I don't think it was him behind the desk being maniacally evil. It was a tough decision. I don't think he enjoyed making it. Vince loves being able to pay people. He loves putting on this product. This industry exists because of some of the decisions he's made. So, um, like I said, I understand where they're coming from, but, I mean, this is just a decision he had to make. And like I said, I don't think he wanted to make it. Well, I mean, the last time I saw you was on the Jericho cruise, and you had the greatest costume that anyone has ever put on their body. And, you know, being a big Coming to America fan, I appreciated True. it. And it's just amazing how our world has changed since then, how our world has changed in just a few months. And, 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 I, and I hope and I pray that even though I think you're 100% right, our world is going to be a lot different, that we will have some sense of normalcy uh, when we get to the other side of this. And, and I just wish you luck. I mean, you're super, super talented. I, I know you're going to land on your feet. And uh, I just really uh, appreciate you giving us uh, the time today. And thank you so much for everything. Wait, Bully, you have one more? No problem. I just want to encourage Oh, go ahead, go Bully. Ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead, Shane. I just want to say I want to encourage people to be positive. I know, you know, it's hard in, in this particular you know, circumstances that we're dealing with. You know, I, I really like Drake Maverick's message yesterday. You know, he's a real passionate kid, very young. Um, and so I understand all the emotions that, that people are having. Um, but just try to look at the, black, at the bright side. And like I said in one of my initial messages, you know, I've got a really, you know, I'm in a blessed circumstance. And I recognize that. And I recognize that there's a lot of other people in harder and more difficult circumstances than I'm living in. So, um I'm definitely sad about this. I don't want anybody to think I'm not. You know, it's not something I really love that got taken away from me. And if you love something, it's going to affect you. But I'm going to remain positive, and I just hope that everybody else finds a way to stay positive too. That's a, that's a great way to look at it. I totally agree. And I just wanted to ask one last question based on what you said earlier. You said that there are some times when segments can go heavy how many times do you think Dreamer has gone heavy? Oh. <laughs> well Damn. done, well done. He's lost. He's lost weight. He looks really good. I, uh, Shane Helms, thank you, thank you again uh, for all the time, and we hope to talk to you again soon uh, under better circumstances. Oh yeah, no problem. I just had a lot of free time open up, so if, <laughs> so if you guys need. Oh, wait, 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 wait,
Well, maybe we, we can add. We, maybe we can add a third. Uh, maybe this could be a three-man booth, bully. We'll see what happens. Thank, thank you so much again, and we'll talk to you soon. All right, thanks. I appreciate you guys. I'll talk to you soon. All right, Take appreciate care, you. Your home for all things combat sports is Sirius XM Fight Nation. Start your day with Hall of Fame Pro Wrestling Talk on Busted Open. Respect these men and women that build the business. Then, the Barack Show keeps you up to date on all things boxing. Boxing is the theater of the unexpected. And MMA guru, Luke Thomas, has you covered for mixed martial arts. Joe Rogan is the most important influencer in all of MMA. The fight game broken down like nowhere else. Only on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. You know, one word that was thrown out earlier in the show when I was talking to Tommy, and I, I want to throw it out to you, and it's one of those words that have been rattled around in the world of pro wrestling for decades and decades and decades, and now it kind of comes up because of the situation that's going on. And you just mentioned about the boys sticking together and those price tags instead of cutting other people's knees out, making sure that price tag gets higher and higher. And that is a union. We see in other sports, like with what's going on now, you know, with the world of pro wrestling still moving, you know, that probably wouldn't happen in a lot of different sports because of that union. Um, do you ever see, especially now more than ever, and one thing that can be learned, you try to make some positives out of negatives. Do you think when we get out of this that that word union is going to be brought up again when it comes to pro wrestling? Before I go any farther, I'm going to ask you one quick statement. Do you think with where the wrestling business is at in 2020 that it's time for wrestlers to have a union? Yes. Why? Because now more than ever, they need to be unionized. There needs to be, first of all, they have to stick together for reasons that you just gave on the show. But they also have to have somebody in their corner. And the union does do that. If there's somebody that speaks for you, the employee. And the way that the wording is, from the outside looking in, it's a strange wording when it comes to being a pro wrestler. You're a freelance worker, but you're really not a freelance worker. You're an employee, but you're really not an employee. I think there needs to be somebody to, there needs to be a group and there needs to be a spokesperson for you, the wrestler. If you had to pick a spokesperson, a wrestler, to head up a union right now, who would you who would you pick? It would have to be somebody that has a lot of influence that's in the that's in people's ears and has influence inside and outside the ring. You know, somebody that comes to mind would be like a John Cena, somebody that uh, has influence that people can listen to and can can stand for everyone. Because, you know, you heard from things in the past, reasons that, you know, if you listen to Jesse Ventura, reasons that a union wasn't able to happen 30, 40 years ago was because of the number one performer, Hulk Hogan, didn't let it happen. So you would need somebody of that stature. So the, the one name that comes to mind would be a John Cena. Fair enough. Back to your question. Do I think it's time for wrestlers to have a union? Absolutely. It was time when Jesse Ventura wanted to do it there's too much going on here um it's time for wrestlers to be protected the same way plumbers are the same way electricians are the same way stuntmen are the same way any other group of um workers performers um 
people that work with their hands, you get what I'm trying to say. Yes. It, it, it is time, and it's been time for a long time. Do I have any problem with the fact that there's not a union yet? No, absolutely not, because I understand why it has never happened, and it's the nature of the wrestler. That's why I just gave you the example of how an indie promoter will call guys and guys will undercut each other. Mm-hmm. Me and Tommy have had so many conversations about guys coming in for a very, very low amount of money. And once a name of any, of any sort takes below market value money, they have now brought the bar down for everybody else. Now it's like, how could you possibly ask? A promoter is going to say, well, gee, I have guy X who was just on Monday Night Raw, and he only wants this amount of money. How could you want more than him? And immediately that guy gets disqualified. This is why I'm saying the boys have to stick together. I'm not telling them to rape promoters, okay? But promoters over, you know, history will tell us if a promoter can get over on a wrestler, they will any day of the week. So there's always got to be a a happy working environment between the promoter and the wrestler. And, And you know what? I've done a couple of indies. I pick and choose who I work for because it's all about me having a good time, making a dollar. I have never dropped my, my amount of money. Never Dave. My 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 uh, indie number has been the same from day one. You either pay it or you don't pay it. it it's all good to me. A lot of guys, they undercut each other. You don't want to do that. So if there is no union, you guys want to stay true to yourselves by not undercutting each other. As far as the union is concerned, like I said, yeah, it's probably about time. But no, it probably won't happen. But if there ever was a time... Now is the time. Yes. You know why? Because there's a different breed of wrestler out there. You see a lot of wrestlers tweeting out the word family, don't you? Yes. We're a wrestling family. We're going to get through this as a family. Wrestlers from today have a lot more camaraderie amongst each other. Wrestlers from 20 years ago, 25 years ago, they were scoundrels. Not so much. That was the nature of the business. You know? Everybody was a Han Solo. And Han Solo was out for one person. Han Solo. Most of the guys back in the day, that's what they were like. They were very cutthroat. Today, a lot more guys get along and actually kind of give a shit about the welfare of the other wrestler. So if you were ever... be be able to get all the boys on the same page, now would be the time. And you need voices that resonate with everybody. I don't know if John Cena resonates with everybody. I understand why you would pick him, but I'm not sure that John Cena, you need one of the boys that is relatable to everybody across the board you need somebody who has shown their ability to build from the ground up and already have people rallying around them i'm not going to mention any names but i think you know where i'm going i do 
And I think a lot of people are coming up with a very short list of names after what you just mentioned, Bully. And I think you're right that now more than ever, because you're right, 40 years ago, but the system of pro wrestling was very, very different four years ago because you would stay for a promotion maybe a year, maybe a year and a half, and then you would move on. But now with the exposure that pro wrestling has and major corporations and major money behind it, WWE, even AEW now with the Khan family behind it, now more than ever, you could do that. Now, there's other, you know, like you mentioned, indie organizations and smaller organizations. But when you hear that, you know, a wrestler could be let go at any time, at any moment, but yet they don't have the same flexibility if they're offered another deal with another company. We just saw it recently with AEW. The WWE was very protective of not letting their wrestlers go to AEW. But at the same time, you know, when something like this happens, they're automatically let go. So I think I think more than ever, because of what's going on right now, you have to have a union in place for pro wrestlers. Because you can't use the word independent contractor because you're not fully an independent contractor. It's almost like you're called an independent contractor when it's good for the organization, but not for the wrestler themselves. Absolutely, but you have to understand at the end of the day, you are an independent contractor, just like any other independent contractor in any other field around the world. When plumbers make a bid for a big job building a, you know, hey, uh, some corporation is building a hundred story building in New York City. There's a lot of plumbers making a bid for that job. And they're all trying to come in with the best price to do the best job. At the end of the day, let's say uh, 20 different plumbers apply for the gig and one gets the gig. There's no there's no love loss with the other with with the other plumbers because they know they just didn't come in at the right price. They didn't get the job done. It's that's the nature of the independent contractor business. You go in knowing. One day it could be great, and one day it might not be great. And, and, and I can speak to this because I've been a part of it. I've been an independent contractor all my life, and I get how this goes. And this exact situation happened to me in the WWE. Now, this situation is considerably worse because when me and Devon left, we weren't worried at all. All right, fine. See you later. I'm going to sit home for, for a month, and then we're going to Japan, and then we're going to TNA, and then we're going here. And we go. We, could, we went everywhere and anywhere, and quite honestly, I believe the Team 3D name became as big as the Dudley name, so it really didn't matter to us because there was tons of other places to go work. Now, obviously, there's no place to go work because of the coronavirus. This is going to be a unique situation for the wrestling industry. It's going to be interesting to see who is able to get through, who comes up with some new ideas, who invents a different way to make money, who falls to the wayside. The business to me has always been about the strongest surviving. And I'm not talking about, um, you know, physically. I have, I have a term that we use at the Team 3D Academy, and this term was brought to me by Apache Dan Carr, the original creator of the American Gladiators, who still today works for me and Devon at the Team 3D Academy. 
He calls it strongest, the longest. And strongest, the longest doesn't have to just do with your physical strength. It has to do with your mental strength. And in wrestling, you need to be strongest, the longest. It's how much you can endure, how many shots you can take. It goes back to the whole Rocky Balboa thing, because the wrestling business will knock you on your ass day after day after day. It's how much you can take and get up and keep fighting. And right now, a whole chunk of wrestlers have to get get themselves up, stand up, dust themselves off, and keep fighting and get themselves through. It's the only way you will survive. Do you think what I'm saying is, is wrong? Do you think what I'm saying is a little too harsh? No, because I think at this point you need a, a reality check. Like I said, our bubble was burst yesterday, and unfortunate and as heartbreaking as it is, Yesterday was the day that you kind of just feel sorry for yourself. Like, you know, and, and, and everybody needs that time. And I think now is a new day. Now you have to look for the next step. You can only feel sorry for yourself so long. I feel sorry for everybody that lost a job because who knows, in six months, that could be me. <laughs> you don't know. I think everybody yesterday, when they saw what happened to those WWE employees, said, that could happen in my world. That could happen in my job. A lot of people have already had to go through that. And you're going to go through that stage when you're depressed and you're sad. But if you're going to succeed, you have to at some point dust yourself off and move forward. And that's what we're going to have to do as a nation and as a world right now. And all those people that lost their job, I think Shane Helms, you could take a page from him. You, you feel bad. You loved what you did. You have to take a deep breath. And you have to understand it, and you have to look at that next challenge. And I think for a lot of people right now, they are going through those challenges. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation, Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.